0: up, JFW family? Welcome back to the Channel Twenty Three podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to reach out and touch the fleet, to engage and ev- to engage and inform everyone with all things JFW. Welcome back, Jam and Super Dave.
1: Good morning. Hello. Good morning,
0: brother. Dave is out of town on vacation with uh, his son, so we have a very special guest, Sean Ray Davis. What's up, Ray? Ray.
2: What's up, man? How you doing? Morning, everybody. Morning, Ray. Morning, Ray. (laughs) Pretty excited to to have Ray here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Only took you a year.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I've been stalling on bringing Ray on, but I'm pretty excited that you're here. It's going to be a great podcast, so. Look forward to it. We always kick things off with the Pledge of Allegiance, so here we go. I pledge allegiance to 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 the flag of the United United States States of America America, and and to the republic for which it stands, one nation nation under God. God. Indivisible, Indivisible with, with liberty and, liberty and justice and for all. all. As a reminder, anything you hear on today's podcast is not the opinion of JFW. It's just the four men in this room's opinion. Episode 57 did pretty good. We had 352 downloads. That put us over 21,000 total downloads, and we now have 150 followers. I want to make some Channel 23 t-shirts. Yeah. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. You know? Yeah.
3: I wonder if i wonder how the bumper stickers will go you know what i mean we won't know if we pick people up but so
0: i i feel like our average is steady right around 350 i know you know we we paco's wife lauren that was that was a heavy hitter Mm -hmm. and then it kind of went down a little bit but i feel like it's level at 350 right now i'm pretty comfortable saying that's our average so i think the bumper stickers may be adding to that you know where are we picking up followers why are more people listening so but they're not on all the trucks either so i'm excited for them to be on all the trucks ray you got a bumper sticker on your truck
2: i do have one i think it should be bigger though
3: yeah
1: heidi size yeah
3: Yeah, i'm still impressed with the number jam because we're 150 employees roughly and we're double that. Right. So, I mean, even if it is their spouses or significant others, we're still, that's that's a, it's a good number.
0: And at 150 followers, I mean, obviously it's not everyone at JFW, but that's, that's the number. I mean.
1: Right. Yeah. I was yeah. going to mention that because we're going to talk about it a little bit later. But there's people that don't work here anymore that listen to mm-hmm. the oh, podcast. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yep. people that come and interview here and say, well, I've listened to your podcast. And yeah
0: to know her Shout out to Bree. We yeah, asked her, we did yeah. a culture interview this week and we asked her how she ended up here and she saw the truck, she did the research, she went to the website, saw the podcast, listened to an episode or two and said, those guys are cool.
3: I yeah, that it. was a, that was a good culture interview kind of. Yeah. Made me feel good about selling us by the podcast. You yeah. know what I mean? It was it was doing what it's meant to do, I guess. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: You may see a credit card charge, Jim, from Rocky Mountain Airport. I've hired one of those planes with the banners. Fly over the, <laughs> the ones that I don't know how they stay in the air, planes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Looks like the banner's going to drag them right <laughs> out
0: of the right sky. When that, when that engine just... <laughs> like, wow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, it's time for the Dad Joke Challenge. Ray, I know you've had a couple dad jokes you've ran by a few people and you've been shot down so hopefully you got one that is oh, okay. a dad joke not a you, know, you know not a bar prepared joke. all right well you're the you're the newbie so kick it off
2: all right so this one's uh for kind of super since i know he likes pirates so much
4: <laughs> what kind of motorcycle
1: does a pirate ride a three-masted one. No. Oh, no. What? An Arlie Davidson. <laughs> oh. I should have known that. <laughs> and,
2: and then I came with another one, too, for uh, for all the little ones, since uh, my other one was too inappropriate <laughs> for them. But uh, I don't know if we did this one, actually. Or not. What do Santa elves listen to while they make the toys for the kids? I don't know. Yeah rap music (laughs) no i don't think we've done that one (laughs) that's a good one that's a good
4: one yeah okay
3: yeah that's
0: funny who's next
3: um well i i guess since you kind of picked on dave there uh ray um i don't know if you've been following it dave because i know you you know you kind of check in on elon musk and you know tesla and all that kind of stuff like that and i know you know he bought twitter right he, he He's Love also it. he's also looking at buying uh, YouTube and Facebook. Wow. So huh. and he's just I gonna call that. it he's just gonna call it you Twitface. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man right on, right on. So I don't get why Marvel doesn't use the Hulk to advertise more. He's basically one big banner. <laughs> ah, Bruce Banner. Oh man. Okay. I like
0: it. Yeah. Alright guys, well <clears throat> back to the gun puns and gun jokes. What is a polite thing to say when you drop a gun? <laughs>
4: Look out. <Sir? laughs> right. Oh shoot. <laughs> oh shoot. <laughs> oh, Uh, New employees.
0: We had Coleman Amara start this week. Welcome to the the team, Coleman.
4: Welcome, Coleman.
1: He was really excited to come on board. He's another one of those folks that have watched us from afar. Mm, And uh, when he got the opportunity to come on board, he was super excited.
0: Yeah, it seems like a nice guy. I had a few minutes to chat with him the other morning, and everyone's saying he and um, Tanny look similar because of their hair and their hat. (laughs) I haven't heard that.
3: Because oh, I think you're right, Jim. Because I seen him up front, and I thought it was Tanny when I walked in. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Yep. Yep. So those guys could be brothers. Yep. Celebrations, anniversaries. We got a big anniversary today. Joanne Leonard, two years.
1: Yeah. Wow. Already nice. two years. Way to go, to Joanne. Yep. Yeah.
0: And then another two-year anniversary tomorrow, Anthony Harper. Oh, happy anniversary, Anthony. Happy anniversary, everybody. Yeah. Seems like Joanne just got here.
3: Right. I I just, because the interview was so funny, Jam, I just remember that, that you know, she turns red so easy oh, yeah. in the interview, and, and uh, <laughs> yeah, still we can, even in the steering committees, you can tease Joanne, and she'll turn bright red. Oh,
0: yeah. She <laughs> yeah. starts a hand fan. Yeah, yeah.
1: Joanne's interviews were funny. She really was a superstar in the first one, she tanked on the second one. <laughs> <laughs> she did.
0: She did. Gosh. But her
3: honesty shone through, didn't it, Dave? Yes, or, yes
0: yeah. it
4: did. Yep.
0: No doubt. Birthdays. Sergio Portillo turned 25 yesterday. Wow. It's funny. I heard your radio announcement, Super Dave. You said, well, you're finally legal to drive.
4: Here. Yeah, <laughs> I know. It. Oh, my
1: gosh. He's been here for like four years. <laughs> right. Uh, right.
0: And then uh, Linda. Linda has a birthday tomorrow, and she's been out sick, so we're wishing you a speedier recovery, Linda. We miss you. So get on yeah. back here so we can celebrate your birthday tomorrow.
3: Yeah. Can't be sick on your birthday, man. No fun.
0: And then Anthony Hopper, not only is his two-year anniversary tomorrow, his birthday is on the ninth. Oh. So happy birthday, happy Anthony. Happy birthday, everybody. Yeah, yeah happy, happy birthday.
3: birthday, to birthday. To Anthony, yep.
4: too.
0: And we got some good family birthday celebrations. Liliana Gallegos, that's James, James Gallegos, his daughter, turns five years old. And Evan Hunt, Troy Hunt's son, turns 13 years old today. So uh,
3: happy birthday, you guys. Yep.
0: And then we got uh, Yasmin Mendez, which I believe is Alex Reza's significant other. She has a birthday on 12 And then Yasiel Sanchez, which must be Gerardo's daughter, I want to say, is two years old on December 9th. Mm. So happy birthday.
3: Yep, happy birthday, everybody. Happy Good birthday. birthday. Yep. Good December birthdays.
0: Shout outs. I want to give my mom a shout out. My mom won the election. She is the president of her HOA at her uh, condo complex. There was an election. It got a little ugly, but uh, they don't know. Don't mess with ladies from Queens because they're not going to have no stuff. So not only did she win, but she crushed it. She won by like 14 votes. Yeah, she got sweet. Yeah, she did really well. So I'm proud of you, Mom. Good job. The yeah, next con- step, you know, the Colorado State House. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. What's uh, so Go ahead, Jim. Sorry. No, I,
3: I was just gonna mention, Jam, that you know, no matter, you know, not to try to get political like we seem to always do, <laughs> um, but it seems to be at the forefront. But that's what everybody's telling us. No matter what, get involved. Yep. and your mom's taking that first step, and I'm I'm proud of her because that's that's the level we need to be involved. And and it's just an HOA, right? But you but you're still involved.
0: She the thing about my mom, she's like JFW. She wants it to be the very best. Mm-hmm. So she was like, honestly, honey, like you know, right now it's keeping me busy, and I really like it. So I'm thinking another three years, and I'm done. But when I leave, I want it to be in great shape. Sure, you know what I mean. So. Awesome job, Ma. Yep.
1: And how many people complain about their HOA? Like everybody. Abs- <coughs> so absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. If you don't like it, do something about it.
3: Yeah.
0: Anybody yeah. complains about the HOA, the HOA now? I'm sending Ray Ray up there. So we got you some backup, Ma. Yeah. He's she's nice. got she's got
3: connections now. She knows people.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> uh. You say that a
4: lot yeah <laughs> I like, learn I'm, I'm very good at it <laughs> you
3: know like my HOA uh, super Dave like you you bring up nobody likes them and I've gotten letters and stuff like that but every every letter I've gotten or whatever the deal is it's because something's wrong right you know and they're just trying to fix it and a couple of times I had the the one trailer at the house and we were storing furniture in it a little bit for a little bit and they you know I can't have the trailer outside and for a certain length of time and i just wrote him a letter i'm like hey here's you know the trailer it's got new furniture in it here's the receipts from uh american furniture can i have two more weeks and they're like absolutely thanks for the receipt thanks for communicating with us you know we get it you know after that it needs to be moved and that's all it took was communicating right you know, something we we tell everybody all the time just yep. just tell people what's going on communicate
0: yeah can't communicate too much. No, never.
3: Never. Wow.
0: <laughs> Maybe some people can. <laughs> <It but> depends <laughs> on what you're saying, right? <laughs> Shoot,
1: was that my outside voice?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you said too much. <laughs> <laughs> right. Allegedly. Allegedly. Right. Uh, Veronica and Alonzo want to give a shout out and thank everyone who checked on them and sent their prayers for Mario. So Alonzo and Veronica, they both had COVID. Then Alonzo ended up with, like, the flu and pneumonia. Mario, they're, I don't know, if he's three years old, I think, had RSV. He was on oxygen. So people reached out and prayed, and they said, it's nice to see that we work for a company that cares. And, yeah, we absolutely do care. So yeah,
3: Absolutely. That RSV is nothing in the kids to mess with. It's just, yeah. it's. It's not good, yeah. Yeah, a,
0: yeah, they
1: all seem to have to come
2: home on oxygen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mm-hmm. feel like I still can't breathe from it. I got it like a few weeks back or a month ago or something like that. RSV? I didn't yeah, know that yeah. was an adult thing.
0: Yeah, oh, us- yeah. Oh. yeah, usually
3: you can recover from it, Jam. Oh, it's wow. not, it, you know, you don't need oxygen or stuff like that. With but, yeah, shakes. it is the little kids. I, I just happened to look it up, Jam, oh, wow. and, and check on it, yeah. Huh.
0: Yeah. Uh, shout out to Jake Eatman. Jake, a.k.a. Tex, obviously used to work here he's still listening to the podcast he came by here the other day to say hi it was good to see tex
2: what's Uh, up tex
0: and then uh quick shout out to zeus i had a little back and forth with him the other day he's still listening to the podcast so glad you're still listening zeus
3: yep hey jake hey zeus glad you guys are or jake glad you stopped by good to see you and zeus glad you're still listening buddy yeah Um, it was
1: good to see jake um last i talked to him he was running those end dumps down in texas but Uh, apparently that's fallen through and he i think he was on his way to grand junction but then farther on out beyond that idaho Idaho, yeah
3: yeah running his own truck though right dave i mean he's doing like a lease to purchase or purchase i I
1: just had to laugh because it was snowing like cats and dogs in the mountains (laughs) and he was headed west on i-70 and i was like jake you better you know Take it easy going that way because it doesn't snow in, in Texas.
2: Yeah, it yeah. was pretty bad when I went. I just went to Utah and it
0: was pretty bad. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. he was in a loner, so he's got a nice Pete three eighty nine. Hmm. You know, big sleeper You know, the whole thing. But he was in a loner until they got that truck. Oh up there, wow, so. wow, yep. And then uh, this guy did not <laughs> want a shout on in the podcast, but we're going to give him a shout out anyway. <laughs>
4: right. And that is
0: Steve Schlager. He wrote us a. Really cool letter, Jim. Jim's going to go ahead and read that.
3: Yeah, yes, Steve. Sorry, man, I, we have to mention because it was such a good letter and and uh, such, uh, I guess, maturity, and, and it's a good feeling to have a, a friend like you out there. So um, I just wanted to send this card in appreciation for everything you all have done for me. Might sound weird, and it's taken a lot of years to come up with the words and courage to send it, but it had to be done. You guys all gave me a shot as a young kid to drive this big fancy Pete, which was my dream. But most importantly, you treated me like family even when I had rough times. You guys taught me work ethic, how to work hard every day and keep a genuine smile on my face. Taught me that it's normal and right to be passionate about everything I do. Helped me buy my first and second home Gave me the experience with the low boy, which then led me to where I am now in the crane business. Moral of the story is, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for you guys and the JFW family. You guys have created something special that I can guarantee no other company has. Man, it is so cool to sit back and watch you guys grow and grow. I'm glad I got to be part of of it years ago. I look forward to Wednesday's podcasts. It's nice to hear everyone laughing and having a good time, just like I remember. It also helps me stay focused on everyday crane rental jobs and how to be and how not to be complacent. Um, and, he, and he wrote down here at the bottom: "Don't want to shout out on the podcast, um, but yeah, when when you get, I don't know, you got to share. You can't, yeah. you can't happiness and goodness and and remarks like this. It makes you feel good. So we got to." Uh, share and he ends it with uh cheers and much love from wisconsin so thanks steve for taking the time man that's steve's a good kid yeah that's more important than anything to all of us i just just... have to
1: laugh because we all looked at each other when we read that letter we're like dude you're getting a shout out
4: (laughs) right (laughs) we
1: we
3: can't listen to you steve you
1: know we can't we can't
3: we cannot do that yeah
1: the other person i don't want a
2: shout out ever is jam i try to put out a shout out all the time for jam but he don't ever put it in there but (laughs) shout out to all you do man Uh
0: I appreciate that, Ray. Yeah. Yeah, I always feel funny, you know, the the guy hosting that podcast shouting out to himself. I mean, but I, I do appreciate it. Thank you.
2: Ray. Any, any day I'm having a bad day or something like that and I come in and I see you out there,
3: you know, I could come in and, you know, laugh at you at least. <laughs> yeah. I, I agree with that. I, I talked to him, I don't know, three weeks ago and he was a shoulder to cry on. Yeah. So, yeah. Much, much appreciated, Jim. Thank you.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. That's what we do. We're family here and... We have good times and bad times, and laugh and cry, and you know, it's been uh, it's been quite the journey for myself being back. So,
3: yeah, good good, good stuff. stuff. Yep. Yeah, just a uh, shout out for me. <laughs> I know we talked about it on Monday, and I, I sent an email on it and stuff. But I think uh, Oswaldo down in Dispatch with Randy, and I know Linda's been back. They've been covering for her because she is she's down and out. I heard her cough. Last week before she, you know, couldn't come in money because she got sick and it didn't sound good. But Dispatch is, has been crushing it lately, yeah. Jam. Don't you think? I mean, just uh, it's a good It's – they're all gelling, you know. It's a good they're, feeling.
0: They're firing on all cylinders. And I told you yesterday, it's just fun to watch. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like, yeah, just everyone's doing great. They're all working great together. It's since I've been back it's the best i've seen it
3: absolutely absolutely and i know um you know dale was in the in the loop down there and he went back to driving thought it would fit fit him a little bit better but he's also now stepped up and going to run the loader up at arcosa and hopefully that works out really well for him because we we appreciate him just taking the time to try to help us out and and see if he likes it too so yep yeah i got i don't know just good stuff
0: talked good. to Dale a little bit yesterday myself and it, it seems like he's happy being up there. Good. You know what I mean? So, yeah, a lot of good things, you know, going on, getting the right people in the right seats and yeah, it's been a, it's been a good week.
3: So. Yes. Absolutely.
0: <clears throat> Any other shout outs guys?
3: All right. No more? Yeah, I'm I'm good. You good. We could we could probably list a lot of people though, Jim, but <laughs>
0: I mean let's just get the employee list. And right, then, you know. right. Yeah, we could. <laughs>
3: I don't know, it's just good good people. Who, who was it when we used to
1: do the spotlight awards? Was it Sergio? <laughs> and he would give a spot oh it was single stack. Yeah, yeah. He would like want to give a spotlight to 40 people yeah. <laughs> and we were like single stack you know we can't do that
3: yeah and that's terrible dave because single stack rest in peace yeah you know, he's, yeah he's that was away. a shocker when when we heard about that yeah
0: and we'll talk about it a little bit more too but you know about having the right people in the right seats but we've been getting a lot of good people here and then we've been picking some weeds and the weeds have been pulling themselves a little bit too mm-hmm. so I just feel that that always adds to the culture when we get three good ones and then, you know, somebody that's not really a good fit or something, you know, goes down the road and just makes us better. So a couple of things to talk about. Uh, open enrollment ends this Friday, right? Correct. Yes. The, ninth? the ninth is. So you got to sign up for your benefits or decline coverage by Friday. If you're having problems, please contact Joanne. She is your, your go to person on that.
3: Yeah, she helped me out a lot on mine. Oh, good, Ray. (laughs) Good, Ray. And it is all, I think some of the prices are missing, so you might have questions, but it is all in Paycom. Fairly simple to do in Paycom. It just doesn't answer some of the questions you might have, right? um, you know, and declining and doing different stuff like that. So just kind of work your way through Paycom, and if you have any questions, let us know. And I, I think the big thing is that, and hopefully I'm not wrong, but... You just have to pick an insurance. I think you can make some other changes later if we need to once you pick it because you've gotten enrolled. Oh, gotcha. I I, I think, Jim. Okay. So
0: you start off on a regular plan and you decide you want to buy up. You might be able to do that. I I,
3: maybe, you know, because I think the thing is you got to pick something, right?
0: Right. I feel like the open enrollment deadline is this Friday. Yeah. But that's so they could get everything entered over at Kaizen and everything. So there may be some time for some changes and stuff.
3: Yeah, I think we're ahead of it for a change a little bit, so they can get their cards out. Everybody can, you know, start. What do we got? Two weeks, three, two and a half weeks, and New Year. Yeah, it's <laughs> crazy. Yeah,
1: isn't so, that something? crazy. Right? Holy cow! Twenty twenty two. 23 days. Yeah, Yeah, sorry. (laughs) See, I told you. I can't get over that.
0: It's it's a new year already. Uh, Yeah. uh, That's awesome. Uh, Another exciting announcement. We started our toy drive. If everybody remembers last year, we had uh, the tandem all decked out and decorated by Mikey. He did an amazing job on that. And I heard him.
3: And the shop. Uh, Yeah,
0: the shop. heard him talking about doing that again. And uh, we've partnered up with uh, Fox 31 and Dr. Horton, you know they're the ones that organize it and <clears throat> we donate to them and then I think it all goes to the Salvation Army.
3: If, uh, absolutely, Jim. Yeah. yeah, that's where we delivered them last year and and I know there was an announcement set up so um, next Thursday you guys um will take the Toys down to the Salvation Army, yep. and uh, so we also go around to the Dr. Horton locations, pick up all the toys that got donated at those different locations, and put them all in the tandem, and then we'll take them down to the Salvation Army. So, if you guys, you know, you know, please only, only if you feel like it and you can, you know, if you'd like to donate to the kids, we just doing it last year. It's uh, it's a great cause. I I you know I wasn't there, but I know uh, Dustin and uh, Casey. Casey when they were at the Salvation Army they were just so excited to mm-hmm. see the trucks and the and the there was no kids as far as I know but just the donation come in it made right. the people there excited and I and I, I you know that's just amazing I, I've been thinking about it because they want us to do a another quick TV spot kind of the question of last year why would we do that and things like that and I've been thinking about it is is to me that gets us out in the public and and kind of breaks down that stigma of the truck drivers and how much we care but it's a bridge you know it's a bridge to the public out there of of what we're doing and what we we enjoy doing it's a bridge to you know the kids we can touch some kids and make their Christmas special and I, I think that's I think that's important because all of us have to agree there's there's nothing like a, a kid on Christmas you know, I, I, I so just, true yeah you know, I used to remember the Christmases I couldn't I couldn't wait. You know it was just oh yeah. Yeah, just so excited, you know.
0: Yeah, sometimes we don't wait in my house, we just here you go. Yeah, that's <laughs> that, that's that I guess that's
3: we talked this week a little bit more about stuff. That's when you're blessed, Jam, because right. I am I'm, I'm blessed enough in my life sometimes I don't have to wait for Christmas. I can <laughs> right. I could just well, buy it and, now. <laughs> now, when right? you were a kid, you oh, had yeah, to wait. Oh no, yeah. No, I yeah. We yeah, we so.
1: were always able to open one present on Christmas Eve. Uh huh. Yeah. And then the rest you had to
3: wait. Right. You know, and it was tough.
1: Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, we
3: did at the grandparents. You know, grandpa and grandma, and then we'd uh, and then we'd do the family. You know, the close family in the morning. Yeah. So we got some gifts. You know, both times I, I remember. I think one of my favorite though, because it still comes up. You see people, and what a collector it is. But Rockam, Sockam robots.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. me and my cousin.
3: <laughs> I mean that. Beep, that when the head pops off. I mean, <laughs> oh my God! Did we play that for hours?
0: I had the best of both worlds growing up because I grew up in a traditional. When I say traditional Jewish family, I mean they weren't practicing. You know what I mean? But my mom remarried and. Actually my biological father wasn't Jewish either, but so we would celebrate Hanukkah, which is seven days and you get a gift every day. And then Christmas came and we'd have that too. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh,
1: we have some neighbors across the street that do that.
0: Yeah, so it was the best of both worlds. Now one thing that's happened recently is getting <laughs> getting married, I have in laws and nephews and nieces and Christmas is a bigger deal now. <laughs> I kind of losing sight of what it's really all about, but
3: Anyway, yeah, yeah, we're doing ours. I think we ended up having to do ours uh, on the thirtieth, Jim, just because everybody, Danielle and Tyler, are both working. And Uh, you know, when it when it's a little bit bigger like that, that family is is important. But it's tough to get everybody together on the day, which it doesn't make any difference. It's still the the importance of getting the family together.
0: Absolutely, I think we're doing the seventeenth is sticking out of my head for some reason, Mm. but not really sure why. -hmm. Speaking of Christmas, though, let's save the date for our Christmas party. Right? It's not completely official. We got some. Some things to iron out, but is it supposed to be the...
3: It is the 30th. The 30th. That's 30th. what I was, I was just saying for my Christmas party, but I think we're going to do it in the evening. But yeah, so save the date, just like a wedding, and, and like Jam said, not official, but we're going to try to do it at noon. We're going to have a lunch here on yep. uh, December 30th yep. and just shut down a little bit early and have everybody come over here to the yard and, and have a nice lunch, and everybody can get going right after that and, and have, a, have a good weekend.
0: Have, has JFW ever shut down early before?
3: Not that I know of. Not yes for but,
1: our uh, open house that we had with Mick.
3: Oh yes, yes, good thing, good call, Dave. Yeah, yeah, you're right. We did, but not not for a holiday. No, you know, not not like that. And I, I mean, usually that week's a little slow. You know, not to. You know, put everybody on edge or anything, but it's just the holidays. It's weird weeks. It's a good time to do it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't
2: even remember. No, I just walked in. I was like, "What the heck's happening?" (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that morning. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) that's funny. What do you got going on for Christmas, Ray?
2: Uh, I got um, my old lady's kids and stuff. We'll we'll do um, some time with them on Christmas Eve and then Christmas, and then going to her parents' house. Um, It's kind of cool because her parents kind of. Took me in as a stepchild now, so um, oh, nice. I get to do a lot of family stuff I never did, you know, growing up as a kid because uh, I grew up a little bit different, you know, in California, and I come from the gutters, you know. We didn't really have Christmas because my mom' parents were drug addicts, you know. Um, that was more important to them, but it's kind of putting me in a different place to where it's nice, it's different, but it's kind of the love, it's different, you know. That's good. Yeah, that it's
0: awesome good. to you, hear. You deserve that. Yep. 100 percent yeah next thing on the list is uh the fair play run we started running that <clears throat> i know there's some concerns jim you you let us know every morning like <laughs> i'm not taking a shot at you it's just no, it's, it's a concern yeah,
3: yeah yeah and and that is the great word for it i told you guys i'm i'm concerned about it it's just because of the uh we i, I don't know we we talk about speed kills and that's a run we can't have speed on Yep. You know it, it's it could be I think yesterday or the day before you know it was sunshine and in fair play and then over the pass it was snowing a little bit you know Potter sent us a couple or we looked on Potter's camera you know it was it was a snow packed in a few areas and not hard to get through but that's that's where I worry that people are or that's my concern is we just got that one gear I got to get the load I got to get the load I got to get over I got to get back yep. when if you just take 15 minutes for the whole run it's a safe, easy run, you know, drop your weights down, you know, don't, don't use your cruise control, uh, you know, watch your jakes, uh, you know, be able to chain up if you need to pack some winter clothes. Cause everybody's going to run that. There's just, there's just so much to that run. There could be some, you know, wind across the road down there and what Jefferson super Dave, Sure, where it blows yep. across the road so <clears throat> yeah, bad and
1: Jefferson all the way across that Valley. Uh, past Como until you drop down towards Fair Play. I mean, even Fair Play, that's still in the middle of that valley, yeah. And yeah. the wind just blows, it, it could be a beautiful, sunny day, but that wind is blowing the snow across the road, and the road is going to be solid
3: ice.
2: Yep, yep, yeah, absolutely. It yep. changes really quick. Um, I know I think it was last year I went up there, and it was nice out, it was crazy. It was all nice out. Went up there, got loaded. And I came back, and as I was coming up the top of Kenosha, I seen some people, like, running across the road. And I'm like, what the heck? And all of a sudden, I see, and they actually went off the edge over there, went into the trees, and they were running from the van for some reason. And I was like, I I was hauling, I ain't going to lie, I was going pretty quick. I'm like, man, I need to slow down. So I started to try to slow it down. As I hit those brakes, my trailer started coming out from behind me, and I'm like, oh, no. And so I kept on just really coming, tapping them. And as I started going down even more, there was like four wheelers off the side of the road. And it was crazy because I got it down to about five miles per hour, but I could not stop completely. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was that's, scared. I ain't going to lie. That's scary. Yeah. And, uh, then I see, uh, actually it was, uh, uh an, one of our trucks had gotten stuck trying to go up and there was a tanker behind it and I'm on 19. Oh. And I'm talking to the truck that's stuck and everybody. And the tanker's talking about, I think I can get around them before you can come. And I'm like, I got no brakes. I can't stop. So he went. And as he went, the four-wheelers behind him started going. And I'm like, oh, my oh, God. Man. I'm on the air horn. I'm out the wind. Like, I can't stop. And I literally slid all the way down to the bottom of that hill. And there was it was sad because, like, there were some older people. And they were off the side of the road. And, like, the lady's like, please, can you help me? Because I got the windows down. And I'm like, I can't stop. You know, there was nothing I could do about it. So, I mean, I remember I learned a lot. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Man, it uh, it changes really, really quick. Also, they put a little snow chain area up there, too, for we can chain up when we go up. Good. They just put that up. Uh, It's a big area. So
3: that was kind of cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. And that's just what I'm talking about, Ray, is how quickly it changes in that little bit that you're not paying attention you know that, or or that point where it changes, where you can't stop. Yeah. You know, and you just you, it's just a a more dangerous run this time of year.
1: Yep. And so you know, you mentioned it, kind of, Jim, but you didn't actually say the words. Um, it's all about situational awareness. Oh yeah. You know, you're just buzzing along. Even you just mentioned it, Ray. You were just buzzing along, minding your own business, but you were going too fast. Yeah. And then it mm-hmm. unfolded in front of you, and you're like, "Holy crap!" I got to slow down, but, um, you, you just have to realize that you have to be that guy that's prepared. It's like being the boy scout, you know, um, you just are going to snap your fingers and you're going to be in a situation and, uh, you know. Bet you the the people in those cars didn't realize that when they saw that tanker going around the stuck truck that there's another truck another coming down. Another
2: truck coming down, down the road, yeah, right? they don't have CVs in their cars. So. Right. Yeah,
3: or can't see Yeah, they can't see around the tanker. Yeah. Yeah, and that's also the run we get the most speeding tickets on, you know, on our CSA is in all through that area. Um, I know yesterday there was an inspection in Pine Junction, Pine Junction. Yep. Yep. um, you know, so you got to be prepared, you know, like a, you know, your paperwork, all that kind of stuff. And we'll, we'll talk about that here in a little bit, but it's just, uh, it, it's kind of like everything. It's not, you know, rocket science, if we want to call it that, you know, it's like the cement, the CMEX haul there out of Arcosa, but it needs to be done right. And, and that's what we're after. And then we won't have problems. We won't, we won't, situations won't arise if we're prepared.
0: The other thing too is, you know, we used to do that run a lot. I don't know if we had, you know, 40, 40 loads coming out of there a day at one point at least. Right.
3: I mean, that's what it'll be this summer, Jam, right? Right.
0: And then, then we haven't held that run for a long time. There's a lot of little towns on the way to Fair Play where these people go about their day-to-day business, you know, and there's not a sea of red trucks. And then one day you know red truck red truck red truck JFW, jfw 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 going too fast not doing you know making us look bad well that that raises some eyebrows and those 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 cops up there and those people up there they don't like that they rather us not be driving through their town every day yep so yeah
3: yeah great great point where you mentioned it earlier we're we're so visible but you know also out of respect we're going through their home <laughs> exactly. you know and the thing is, is our trucks are super quiet. You don't hear the Jake, um, but we we can't be speeding, and they they won't notice it. Yep. You know, we can't be on their bumpers. We can't yeah. be pushing them in their driveway right. when they when they make a turn. You know, we have to be respectful. We're we're in their home, and if they don't see us and and don't don't have interaction with us they don't they don't know we're there
1: yeah let's be noticed for the right reasons yep. like how beautiful and shiny our trucks are and yep. how well we're driving through the town and observing the speed limit and stopping at the red lights and so forth sure. let's not be seen for the wrong reasons
0: yep you gotta say something right
1: i was gonna say yeah
2: yesterday was pretty good though because um i went up there yesterday twice and uh i know a lot of people are on the cb talking about what they should haul out of there because it was nice down here it was nice all the way until you got to kenosha and then it was snowing all the way up to fair play first thing in the morning wasn't really bad but i know a lot of people ask, like, hey what are you gonna get what are you gonna get what are you gonna get you know you're gonna do 32 you're gonna do <laughs> you know and I, well our overweights don't work over this so you know um i did see kendrick up there and uh he said you know a lot of us were doing good stuff you know yeah. so good job on everybody
0: What do you think about when you show show up somewhere and, you know, J.R. Kendrick or Scooby there, what what does that do? Do you think that's effective, or how does that make the fleet feel?
2: It does. It is effective because people think about it. I like to goof with you guys and tell everybody and throw it out there just to mess with you guys. I'm like, hey, Jam's here, or, you know, hey, Kendrick's here, watch it, you know. Right. I'm also looking out for my people too. At the same time, you know, just like the DOT, you guys are like the DOT when we put that out.
0: <laughs> yeah, except that we're really on your side. Yeah, and no. we're just <laughs> there to help. Yeah, no, I <laughs> get it.
2: Yeah, it was funny because Kendrick asked me. He's like, "Yeah, you need anything?" And my will started turning my head. He's like, "Never mind." <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's funny.
0: Uh. <clears throat> Speaking about being in the public eye and you know the the presence we have, this is kind of upsetting. And uh, got a little story to tell you here. So, the other day, I managed, well, I don't do it solely, but I'm involved in our social media, our Facebook and Instagram and stuff. And uh, a message came around, and uh, it said, it was an Instagram post, and it says, got to love these JFW drivers. I'll be sending this to this safety guy, got his trailer with the number, right? So, before I watch the video, because we get this, often and it's nothing it's like you could have been more courteous too or you know it takes two to tangle you know what i mean so i hit the play button and it was just disgusting right we had a driver going southbound on highway 85 approaching the uh, highway 7 exit in the left lane and there's another big truck long nose pete in the right lane and our guy waits for the last second and cuts this guy off and slows down to the point where this other truck had to slam on his brakes it was a miracle there wasn't an accident and uh, what bothers me is mm-hmm. the gotta love these jfw drivers these jfw drivers not that jfw driver nope. not this individual we got just kind of lump summed into what this person did and he's not the face of jfw He's actually somebody that doesn't work here anymore because of this, because we're not gonna tolerate that kind of kind of driving. But I just hate to, to have one person tarnish the name because well if that red truck did it, then all the red trucks do it. Yep. You know, and maybe there too. are maybe there are a couple other guys out there that that do the same. But for the most part, our drivers are amazing. We do a great job. Yep. You know. So, so let me just jump in. I'm sorry, Jim. It, no, don't apologize. He went
1: from the left lane off the exit. Off the exit, yes.
0: kicked up dirt. There was yep. a cloud of dust. I mean, it was it was gross.
3: Yeah, basically, what three lanes, if you want to call that, yep. fast lane. Yep. You know, slow lane, exit ramp, and the the what you saw talking about kicking up dirt is he hit the dirt spot between the off ramp and the and the slow lane. And made that cut across yeah. the edge of the dirt. He right. couldn't
1: even stay on the pavement. No, because he was that late. Yeah,
3: right. yeah, and I, I mean the the Instagram video is so much worse than our outward facing camera in our truck. Right. I mean, it is just oh my god, you guys, how that! <laughs> I would have had to stop and clean out my shorts oh. if I was the other guy. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and this this guy, I think he's listening because I, you know, me. His name's Jesse. Okay. And we've been back and forth a little bit. He asked my phone number, and I, I told him about the podcast that we would be talking about it. And I wanted him to hear from the owners, even though Dave's not here, you're here, and just us, What, and maybe even Ray could chime in, one of our other drivers, about what we think about that because that's not who we are. You so, know?
2: so I know we don't push that here um, as me being a trainer. Um, I had a situation recently where I had a trainee – and there was about four people trying to get on the on ramp, and we were in the in you know the right lane, and everybody just has to get in front of that big truck, right? You know, and that trainee only wanted to let so many over though, you know, and get on, <laughs> right? And and I told him to slow down, and he kind of looked at me a little bit, and told him, you know what? that's not the JFW way, right? We'll, we'll let them all on because if you were to push one of those cars into the wall, or they push into us, right? um you know we don't get paid by the hour we get paid by the load so therefore now we're sitting there for hours we just lost all kinds of money when you could have just let out of that you know out out of the out of the gas just a little bit let them all get on and continue on our way and everybody's good
0: Yep, absolutely that's that's definitely taking the high road ray and it didn't really cost you any time and instead of somebody looking up out there, driver mirror and seeing a JFW logo of a truck that wouldn't let him in, yeah. just seeing a JFW truck let him in—that's the reputation we want. Yeah. So, long story short, <laughs> this driver came in, parked his truck, and we let him go right there at a spot because we're just not going to have that. You know? Yeah. Yeah, I can't have that. No, that's yeah. that's yeah. negligent. That's just yeah. There's nothing good about it. Absolutely. He won't be missed. So, Jesse, if you are listening, again, we apologize, but that is not who
3: we are. Yep, yep, yeah. I was just gonna say that, Jam, yeah. Jesse, we're sorry, man. That's not that's not who the the rest of us are here. And and we had to thank you for uh you know, making us aware of it. That's all it is. If we don't know about it, it's like getting a bad meal at a restaurant. If you don't say something Nobody yeah. knows about the bad meat, right? You know, because
1: ultimately we're all on the same team. Yeah, we're all exactly. out there trying oh, yeah. to yeah. to make a living, and uh, we we're driving the same roads, running out of the same pits.
0: <laughs> you know what's cool about this guy, Jesse? At the end, one of the last text messages he sent me was, "You know what? I'm not going to hold this against you guys. I'm still going to be courteous, and I would help you out." Yeah, yeah, that's, nice.
3: yeah. that's all we can ask for because he did he, he shouldn't have to
0: he's our culture <laughs> right yeah, <laughs> no. right
3: yeah it's you know and I've mentioned it I don't know how many times in a podcast and it, it's not against the Marines but you know I, I love that example of you're driving behind somebody in a car he's got a marine license plate and they they flip the cigarette out the window right you know it, it just that's a reflection on all marines and it and this is a reflection on every one of us and all truck drivers right.
0: Yeah, that, left, that cigarette situation has left such an impression on you. You, you bring it up. And I'm, <laughs> is, I'm not digging on you. N- no, it just... It's it's just stuck in your mind. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. You, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's tough not to stereotype people. It's very hard. You have to second guess yourself and say, oh, don't do that. Yeah. And yeah. we're,
3: we're stereotyped
1: already. Exactly, yeah. JFW, yeah. I'm stereotyped
3: Just like, uh, Ray, Ray right
2: now. One of yeah, one of my brothers uh, cut off Jim one time and he came in there and told me and <laughs> I'd have talked with somebody
3: about it. Uh, he 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 you're right, Ray. He did cut me off. The reason I told you about it though is he had his girlfriend or whatever on the back of the bike and that's that was a problem for me. Yeah, it is. You know? Definitely. Yeah. Safety yeah. is one of our mo- most yep. you know. Things. Yeah, no you know, just that rider. No reason I'm hurting that rider.
0: No. So.
1: You know, the rider usually gets hurt worse, right? They get thrown, yep. and you yeah. know, gosh.
0: Yep. Uh, it's a scary, scary. Yeah, my thing.
1: sister was a rider and took a digger on a motorcycle, and Oof. the her boyfriend that was, you know, driving, right, right. He was fine, but she like messed up her leg really bad and mm. cut oh, her wow. arm really bad, and because wow. she went flying, I and bet. he was holding on the whole time. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: right. yeah. Huh, makes sense so we had another situation come up yesterday soup you want to take this one i feel like i'm just taking over this podcast today.
1: <laughs> yeah so uh man everybody has to pay attention to their license yes. okay it it is your livelihood it's it's how you it's a privilege right you you have a privilege to be able to drive a car or drive a big tractor trailer truck right and uh Unfortunately, another situation that didn't shine well on JFW, but he was pulled into an inspection point and his license had been suspended or canceled as it is. And um, he played dumb like he never knew about it, Um, but that's still your responsibility to know the status of your license, right? 100%.
0: Yeah. Especially when your job is driving.
1: Uh, you know it's it's your (laughs) life i mean it just bothers me that it reflects on all of us again and what happens if it was even worse right and you mentioned that jim a little fender bender and then frank azar gets a hold of it and forget about it
3: yeah i just you know i i'm i know it was the driver tried to blame us or blame other stuff you know but i guess i i i tried to reflect on it last night because it was a seemed like a long day of weird stuff, you know that just shouldn't be happening yesterday, but you know, for example, my daughter Danielle, she's got a nursing license and I know she she renews it all the time, but she has to stay on top of that license and renew it. It's her responsibility. She can't let it lapse or she can't nurse or or whatever and and she knows when it renews. Right. You know, and how would you like to have a nurse giving you care? With no license. You know what? What does that do for lawsuits like you mentioned, Dave? Right. And, and in this case, the the person, and, and and we let him go yesterday, they didn't have their license for the last six months.
0: Right. Six oh, wow.
3: months it was expired. Yep. And we previously had an incident, incident with him where it was suspended. He was pulled over in the port. We had to send a driver down to get him and so now it's twice it's on our csa so if you if you look at if you have an understanding about anything if you look any company up and and think about jfw you guys so we have people driving here with no license let that let that soak in because what do you need to drive a truck License. License. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how, how do you, how do we not make the correlation between what do you need to be a truck driver is a license, but you don't have it?
0: Can I jump in real quick, Jim? I and smash I just, it
3: if you want, Jim. D- it just I makes I just, my blood pressure go up.
0: I, d- I just want you to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to be clear. So once a year, Super Dave runs everybody's motor vehicle
3: record. We have to, Jim. We have yep. to. It's yep. a, DOT.
0: And, and we're, yep. we're compliant with that. In November of last year, or December last year, he had the problem i feel like and i don't know if you or brother dave brought this up we actually paid to help this driver get his license back
1: yeah he, he had a right? problem in november i run mvrs at the
3: end of the year i in
1: do december. it in december right
0: so in december right he was good again because we helped him be good again
3: yeah and i'm pretty yep. sure there was some money we helped out yeah right yep.
0: so he was good and then I mean, do we need to run MVRs every week? I I know, I feel like we need to do do it once a month. I mean, how do do we keep up on that? When you had a valid license, we helped make sure your license was valid, and then you did some some bonehead move or something and got it canceled again.
4: Yeah,
3: and, and, and you look at it, Jam, as, oh, I moved, or nobody told me about it, or whatever. Well, at some point in your life, you did something that your license could be suspended.
0: Do you know how many times my license has been canceled?
3: <laughs> I hope none, Jam. I
0: know zero, Right? No, right? None. Right. And if, it, and if it was. I would have
1: figured like at least 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: it almost was when you first met me, but it wasn't, right? So, and, and what's interesting, and this, this comes down to ownership, right? So, we, we brought the guy in and said, hey. You know, once we found out what was going on, we ran your motor vehicle record and you've been driving around with no license for seven months. His response? I didn't do that. Well, you, <laughs> well, you did do that. And it's your responsibility to know the status of your license, not ours. You know, so and shout out to Alonzo, um, you know, because the guy was cleaning his truck out and. As he was leaving, he had some choice words about JFW, and uh, Alonzo Ariola gave it right back to him. So shout out to Alonzo. And he didn't know what was going on. He just heard somebody bam out JFW, and he's like, uh-uh, I work here, this is my family, and we're not having that. Yeah, that's awesome. And,
3: and how hard has Alonzo worked to get his license? Very. Right? Yep. And that that's the thing. And, you know, you brought it up. I guess I want to keep,
0: <laughs> keep going on.
3: over this a little bit because it's just like, our insurance company has always looked at us when they set up, um, you know, like our criteria. What is it? Above 25 Super Dave, yep. three years of experience, two two, yes. two years of experience, yep. you know.
0: Valid driver's license.
3: Valid driver's <laughs> well, license. They, yeah. they give us a, law, uh, a um, list of major violations, and that's one of them. That's one of them. So yep. a medical card is what you need also and stuff. But what I'm getting at is the bottom line, even if we meet all those criteria, is when we look at somebody, what what he's taught us is they need to be defendable. Mm-hmm. And what he means yes. by that is about being defendable is if we have an accident, you're not at fault, but you go to the court and you're sitting in front of the jury and the jury can bring up that, hey, it wasn't your fault, but you haven't had a driver's license for six months. Yep. What else are you doing? Yep. Are, are you a good driver? And are, it was suspended in 2021. Right. Right? right. So so it wasn't your fault, but was it your fault? It, it, you can't defend them. Yeah, I just yeah, yeah. You know, and it's and I guess part of bringing it up in the podcast here is you guys gotta pay attention to your to yourselves. It starts with taking care of yourselves. Right. I mean, I, I I brought back up Steve's um, letter here, and he and he ends it here that in his crane rental jobs and how not to be complacent. Right, you can't be complacent. Yep. You can't. You have to take care of your lives and that. That's, then, you, then you, take, you can take care of your kids, you can take care of your, your significant other, you know your parents, your friends. Yep. But if you're not taking care of yourself, and at some point, my, my whole thing about this, at some point, you did something that the consequences are getting your license suspended. Right. And if you didn't do anything about it, you got to know your license could be suspended.
0: Right. Yeah. When, when you bring up that letter, and we have Ray Ray sitting here, how do we have guys like that? You know, responsible, own their stuff, take the job serious. And then we get a guy like, you know, driving around with a canceled license. I recommend everybody go get the book. Actually, I have it. I'm not reading it. If you want to borrow it, it's called Extreme Ownership and it's by Jocko Willink. You are responsible for everything that happens in your world. And I'm not talking about if you got hit by a bus or, you know, somebody got assaulted or I'm talking about you're be responsible for your shit.
1: But- also, you touched on it, Jim, when you added, wanted to add it to the outline today is think about how your actions affect others. Oh, it,
3: you know, um, we, we lost loads. The customer was hurt, sorry, Dave, not to interrupt you, but we had to have send two drivers after them. They sure. got pulled off their routes, and what if they, what if we messed with their hard drive or their hardwire?
1: <laughs> just oh, to, all that hardwire. Oh, 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 right? There's just, a
3: hardwire here. <laughs> hardwire just to go up and help that other driver is that like out. Like a landline, <laughs> <laughs> right? And I mean, yeah, Dave. I, I apologize for stealing your thought, but it just, you know. And then even if you weren't notified because you've moved a couple of times, there's the key. There is if I move, I want to tell everybody that I've moved because you know what? I bet I got a bill. Someplace that's going to come to me yep. for something I had done that I want to make sure is paid. Yeah, you know. And so, yeah. Where's the Where's the responsibility? Where's Do
1: you think he didn't update his address on purpose for th- I, those similar <laughs> reasons, Jim? Right. I was going to mention that, Super Dave. And I just, <laughs> you know, I, I just, just had to. Yeah, right yeah, on the tip just, of my tongue, and I'm like, yep,
3: yep. And, and the thing is, too, it, you know, me and brother Dave were just talking last week that, and I, I talked to Joanne a little bit about it, and I think I'll mention it in the steering committee. So we love to talk about, you know, hitting the gate. And we've been through that gate 5,000 times, right? And we just hit it once. That's really pretty damn good, right? That's like, wow, you know, whatever the percentage is. But the thing is, is if we accept hitting that gate once, when me and brother Dave were talking about it, where's our bar? What's the standard? What yep. is the standard? Yep. Because, because oh, okay, it's okay to hit it once? Nope. No. No, right. it's not. You know, in, <clears throat> in this case, okay, we worked with the person. You messed up. You didn't have a license. We got it all done. You got it all done. And then it happens again? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where right. is that person's bar?
4: Right.
3: His bar is not the standard of Ray sitting next to me when he trains. Not not you, Jam, not super Dave, not the other people that work here that he could have affected every one of their jobs by having an accident and then not having a license, yep, so, yeah, here's my here's my soapbox,
0: yeah, and you can't be shocked. you work for a company where your job is to drive, you don't have a license. How could you be shocked that you're terminated?
3: Yeah, I mean, I would have come in here you know, at the end of the day and go, Oh my God, I effed up. I I, I am sorry. I don't know what, I guess I'm not paying attention to the mail. I'm not doing something. What what do I need to do? I'll get it fixed. I'll do whatever. I mean, that, that's, that, that's ownership, Jim. Sure.
1: And you know, we very well could have gotten a call from the insurance company that said, Hey,
3: we're not going to insure this driver (laughs) anymore.
0: He's excluded.
3: He's yeah. Excluded. Right. Yeah, it's probably after getting this and this violation, we would we probably couldn't have had him as a driver anyway, Super no, Dave. Absolutely. just like you're saying. Yep. Which yep. is totally out of ours, but we. I guess the reason, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, <clears throat> Jam, Super Dave, Ray. I, I don't care. Ch- chime in, chime in there that the reason we're talking about this stuff is we're trying to set our bar. Yep. Right, and we can't let this or these two incidents, like cutting that other driver off, and it was horrible, is affect every other one of our drivers we can't we're we're the shield to protect them yep and that's that's part of our jobs
1: yeah yeah it was so bad when i first watched the the guy's video it was similar to the youtube videos you watch that are preceding the big truck wrecks we've all watched them Mm -hmm.
3: it was kind of like that and Mm -hmm. i was like oh my god yeah yeah and just you know go down to the next exit yeah
0: or here's one, fall back, <laughs> fall back in line. You're, you're, you need right. the right lane to exit, be in the right
1: What's lane. What's that other pedal next to the accelerator pedal? The clutch. <laughs> no, we don't have clutches in our trucks. You know how
4: hard
2: it was for me to switch from going from a manual to an automatic? I don't know how many times I went to go push that clutch in
3: mine ray when i because i don't drive that much right you obviously know that i love to reach for to the grab gear shift for, yeah. yeah i, I yeah. grab for that gear yeah. shift yeah. that was it for me <laughs> it was a phantom thing there's nothing there <laughs> yeah. yep yeah i don't know if we beat that enough have we talked about it because i think so we're just I trying think, to make a difference
0: yeah and i mean the other point is we want to we want to know we want the fleet to know yeah you know where our standard is and yeah, what's acceptable Hey, we're not gonna have these guys that aren't taking care of the stuff right next to you who is so and we want the public to know. We want guys like Jesse to know who we are. So
3: Yeah, yeah. and again, we're we're trying to protect everybody, Jam. Yeah.
1: See if you take care of those details and you are kinda on your game, I guess, everything else falls into place. You know, you do well at your job, you do well in your relationships, you you are a good mentor for your children. Because you hold yourself accountable, yep. Right.
3: Everything we talk about,
0: yeah, yeah, one hundred percent, all the time, yeah. So pretty funny. Last night, I'm um, getting ready to send out the outline to, to you three guys, and I almost included Brother Dave, and I'm like, oh, he's on vacation. Let me let me leave him alone, right, right Dan? <laughs> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then then he noticed. <laughs> so uh, Brother Dave shot us the email, and uh, he wrote this pretty nice letter, and I'm like, uh, it was ahead. wonderful, yeah. So Jimmy want to go ahead and I
1: was like wow he typed that whole thing out on his phone <laughs> on his
3: phone right he, he kills it on his phone because yeah. I, I, I would have so many mistakes to take me three hours but I I, don't, know, I know he had some downtime
0: <laughs> I don't believe this was on his iPhone <laughs> no he, he can't run that thing <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, so yeah so it was it's it's a great I guess he basically wrote an article here you guys yeah and, yeah. and what he's what he's talking about is uh, December 7th 1941. Pearl Harbor was yep, was bombed. What's today's w- date? December seventh, yeah, right? right? Right. What's the?
0: Let, let me just interrupt real quick, and I'm sorry, but I started reading through it, and then I got to the end, and I'm trying to look like for who it was written by. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> oh, this is <laughs> written by Brother Dave, <laughs> <Ben." laughs>
4: right?
3: Right. He when you when you're not here dealing with all the other stuff, it, sometimes the creative juices flow a little huh. bit, Jim. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. Hats off to any of the servicemen that uh, you know have served or will serve in the future. I guess you know, thank you for your service. Um, I, I don't know the exact amount that that uh, was lost in Pearl Harbor. It's a, it's a you know a pretty large number. Um, I do know that some of the shows I've watched that the fortitude that after the attack happened is is amazing. We rebuilt every ship there at that yard except for one that was was able to sail. But anyway, so so Brother Dave, uh, to everybody here, uh, good morning. 81 years ago today, America survived the worst attack ever on U.S. soil, the bombing of Pearl Harbor. President Franklin D. Roosevelt uh, Roosevelt rose this great nation with words of encouragement, telling us that today is that day that will live in infamy. And I mean, everybody. hopefully everybody knows that um, when he was addressing, I, I believe, Congress at that point, I think. Uh, um,
1: I kind of thought it was an, like a radio address that what, he did all the time.
3: Was it? Yeah. I think so. Yep. Today is a day that will live in infamy. So America won that war, and we as a country have probably never felt as unified as we did that day. We had one common interest, And we shared one goal, and that was to win the war. After FDR won the war, America stumbled for a little while. Under the leadership of Harry S. Truman, America had to find another way to bounce back after giving 100% of our effort to retain our freedoms for America. In 1953, Dwight Eisenhower took the reins to lead this great nation, creating work and prosperity by what is known today as our Interstate Highway System. As you all know, here in Colorado, we go west on I-70 and we get the pleasure of traveling through what we call the Eisenhower Tunnel to head as far west as the coast of California if we want. These leaders all had a common theme in mind, and that was creating work for hardworking Americans and protecting our livelihoods, making America what it has become today. Now fast forward, that will soon be 70 years in a couple of months at the beginning of 2023, and I have the worst feeling that I've ever had in my life. As I see our local governments, our city governments, our state agencies, and our federal governments doing 100% opposite of what these great leaders did 70 years ago. They are restraining our roads, they're driving off business, and they are doing everything in their power to strangle small businesses just like ours, where you yourselves make your livelihood for you and your families. It's people like you and I who have made America what it is today. It's, it's times like these that I think of a quote from Abraham Lincoln, who was president from 1861 to 1865, before he was assassinated. He made the statement, America will never be destroyed from outside. If we falter and lose our freedoms, it will be because we destroyed ourselves. I mean, think of that, you know, 1861, 1865, right? We got 180 years ago. He had it right. Right. Spot on, right? I would love to see you all drive with your lights on today, kind of like the flags at half-staff in remembrance of Pearl Harbor. And to keep in mind, fight the good fight. Do the right things make yourself and your family proud. Let's all be leaders out there and make everyone proud of you. You know, he he wrote this before, you know, the like the licensed right. licensed debacle, right? <laughs> right? And he said and he said, you know, do the right things, make yourself and your family proud. Let's all be leaders. Every mm. one of us can be a leader out there and make everyone proud of you. And and that's what we need to do you know and and i understand his feeling you know we're 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 talking about politics again and i understand his feelings of uh you know being scared or being worried you know his 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 son is um 17 um and what future does he have headed forward you know jam bella is what eight eight years old yep and that's
1: right i think about my grandkids uh Thirteen through three, and man, what are they going to face? Right? Sure,
3: sure. And, and Ray, I know you said you have some some stepkids there and and stuff, and and I know you know I talked to Dave not about this article, but I talked today. You know, if you think back when the country wasn't doing very well after World War II, how scared were our you know our grandparents or their their parents? You know, at that time, what did what did they think? So kind of in the same place we're at. And we've done some great things, so we have to we have to hope that everything will be all right. But not if we don't get involved. Right. Not if we don't help. And and I'm not saying Democratic or Republican. I'm just like getting involved, like your mom. Yep. You know, starts as simple as an HOA or or handle how we handle ourselves out on the road. They don't. You know, the, the powers that be in Colorado, they don't want us to travel anymore, you guys. That's the they don't want more miles travel by car. Yeah. Not on car. they don't want us traveling more miles in Colorado. When this state is an amazing state, it should be traveled every place.
1: Well, I'll tell you what we're the God, I want to say the seventh or eighth largest state. We're over a million square miles. How, how can you not drive your car? <laughs>
3: right. to, to, to see the beauty. <laughs> I mean we have an amazing state yeah. and and yeah, so I, I totally understand and and uh, you know he ends it here. Uh, be all you can be. Peace out, Brother Dave. And, uh, you know, thanks, Brother Dave, for the... Yeah. Yeah. Brother Thank Dave, you. we feel you here today. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Great article, Brother Dave.
1: It's been that weird because
2: awesome. I like to come in and mess with him in the mornings or when I come in and he hasn't
1: been in there. I'm like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> we need to send that into like 5280 Magazine or something.
3: Right, right. Yeah, just so, such true words. But you, you look back through our history and we have to, we have to be able to make changes. You don't know, have to have to fight the good fight. One hundred percent,
1: fight the good fight. I like that, right? Yep. And
3: I and I have to mention you guys, and I, I, I did mention it this morning. And again, not to get off we off in the weeds. And Super Dave, I think we, I think you started to watch it or have watched it all. But the reason Japan bombed Pearl Harbor was the uh, we were having negotiations over oil and know. the supply to oil. Absolutely, and if you, if you watch, I think it was on Netflix, um, could have been something else, but it is called Pearl Harbor and they they go through a lot of that stuff and they look at, you know, how the negotiations over oil fell through. If I look at the parallels from there to now, we, we are on that same track, you know, with Russia and, you know, the Europe and our, and our oil problems and things like that. What if, what if elite, what if Putin just gets a wild hair you guys? Honestly,
1: we have never been closer to World War III as we are today.
3: Yeah. I yeah. mean, over the same problems we went to Isn't war. Is not that something, yeah? Right. It's 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 scary. So, yeah. Yeah, I yeah, hope History hope that never happens.
4: Itself. Yep. Yep.
0: So, reintroducing Ray Ray or Sean Ray Davis. Ray's been here over 3 years. He runs an end dump, but he's run bolker, he's run a water tanker. He's ran rubble trucks. He's ran our tandem. He's on the snow crew. He's run the skid steer. He's run the backhoe. He's a trainer. I've already mentioned that. No, I didn't. But he's also done this all accident-free. So great job, Ray. You. That says a lot. How do, yeah. how do you stay accident-free?
1: Eyes open, ears open, paying attention. I thought you might just say, because I'm damn good.
2: Because uh, I, I work for JFW, I, I just didn't want to uh, toot my
3: horn too much. No. <laughs> Make sure
1: you're talking humble. to the mic. Oh, you're, you're a humble guy. Cool. Yeah, you,
3: you, you, just like you said about Jam, though, Ray. I don't want to interrupt you, take your time away here, but you know, being humble. But this is important. This is who you are. I mean, the accident-free part. Thank you.
0: Yeah, you're you know, welcome. Ab-
3: absolutely. Thank you. And you, you're you're setting the bar. you are the bar you should be proud of that i'm one of those people that think that uh
2: the company ain't making money then we ain't making money so therefore uh if i mess something up i take money out of my own pocket because that money goes towards raises it goes to all kinds of other stuff it goes towards the nice equipment that we get to run when i first started trucking um i drove some horrible trucks i had no air conditioning no heater um I had duct tape holding my whole dash, you know, together. But uh, I came here though now, and I've learned a lot, and I love working here.
0: Awesome! Before we dive in too much to to all the work stuff, what do you like to do outside of work?
2: Outside of work, um, of course, I like to ride motorcycles. Uh, I play speed QB airsoft professionally. Uh, I spend time with my family now. I make candles and clog dancing. I'm clock, just kidding about the clock, the clock dancing. I've seen it in a movie or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> uh, no, nobody ever knows what to get with me, so that's why I kind of threw it in there. You know, people look at me, but... Uh, but, the fu-
0: but the making candles is true.
2: Yeah, I do. I do make but, candles. It's But
0: they're like skulls and...
2: Yeah, it's cool like stuff. It's, it's not all your fruity stuff. Yeah. I can make some stuff like that. I mean, right. if you pay me, but... <laughs>
0: that's funny. You
1: making yeah. Santa Clauses for Christmas? Uh, Painting them red? No. how about if they were on a harley
2: yeah if i can make the mold everything everything's done with molds i'm i'm not that great like i don't carve these out by hand like a lot of people think right um i have molds for them all more Mm. wax in there and yeah
0: got it so you mentioned you like to ride motorcycles but you actually ride with a club motorcycle club you got face tattoos, and uh, you're a little bit intimidating looking, you know, and I feel like uh, you probably get stereotyped a lot. And oh, this, I do a lot. This will all come, come together here in a little bit, but, you know, if somebody looks at Ray, they probably think you're mean, obnoxious, rude, asshole, all those things, and then you start talking to Ray, and he's actually a super nice guy. You know, so tell us a little bit about some of the things you go through with, uh, you know, your persona and who you are.
2: It's been a little difficult because I am a very nice person. Uh, I do care a lot. I come from nothing. I come from the gutters. Uh, I came out here almost what twenty-five years ago. I got in trouble right away, but I did. I learned a lot though from when I got in trouble. Uh, I did seven years in the penitentiary um i did four of them though in a horse program a lot of people laugh about it or but uh i learned a lot i learned responsibility i learned patience and uh, i think that's what makes me a good trainer so i got a lot of patience with people um i take the time when i talk to a trainee when i first get with them i kind of fill them out and i tell them i'm here for you so what you need i'm here for you don't worry about if you want to come in early i'm gonna get up and i'm gonna get i'm gonna come in early too if you want to make that extra money hey Let's do it. Let's do it together because I'm here for you.
0: I want to come in at six. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's really not. I'll, I'll, be here, I'll be here waiting. <laughs> yeah. But uh, oh,
2: no, man. I never had that one yet.
0: But what about on the outside? What are, what are some of the things you deal with? You know, on outside?
2: the outside, I get judged a lot. Um, I get a lot of looks. Um, I've learned to just kind of let it go um i don't let it get to me too much Mm -hmm. here i do a little bit just because it's not me like i kind of feel like batman sometimes or something like that i have two sides of my lifestyle you know because being in the club i have to balance not only my family work but the club so i basically come here and when i come here it's about work it's about me making money it's about me making the money for my family and everything else. All that other stuff, all that politics and stuff goes out the door. I don't care your beliefs, whatever, anything like that. I'm here to make money and to do the job that I was hired for here.
0: Okay, like that. I remember one day uh, I actually was in Brighton. I was picking up uh, a pickup truck and uh, my wife jumped in the pickup and me and my daughter were in the Jeep coming home and shocker! The Jeep started overheating, you know. So I just pull over at this little convenience store in this little dirt parking lot, so I wasn't leaking antifreeze everywhere. I barely got the hood open, and another pickup truck pulls up, and it's Ray. <laughs> He's like, "Yeah, all right And I just thought it was pretty cool. I mean, obviously he recognized the Jeep because at the time it was probably wrapped and all that. But I appreciate you stopping, Ray. Like, no problem. No, you, know, you could have just went down the road and told me on Monday you see me stuck somewhere you know so you do have a good heart and I appreciate that now you mentioned you were in the horse program and that's what made you patient and actually I was talking to Gilbert Benny a little bit last night and uh, he's like oh so Ray's on the podcast I'm like yeah and you know we were talking a little bit and he said he has gotten to know you a little bit on some of these out of town runs and you're one of the more more patient people that he's ever met so Tell us how the horse, tell us more about the horses and how that made you patient.
2: So, with horses, they don't speak English, obviously. Um, (laughs) So, you have to learn off of them. Um, You got to have a lot of patience to understand them. And it's kind of like training. So, everybody's different, everybody trains different. Some people, they're uh, visual, some people are on hands. Um, You just got to figure that out. And so, I had to figure that out with the horses to train them. Also, the horses that I um, trained they were for the Pegasus program in Colorado Springs, which is a program for kids that are special needs kids. Oh, wow. And so these kids, I would train these horses, and they would send me videos back of them riding these horses, Mm. and it was pretty cool to see them because it actually gave them the feeling of walking because these kids have never walked before in their entire life.
0: Oh, wow. That's amazing. Very cool. Now, <clears throat> had you been around horses before in California? Or no, or? never. That was like the never, first time. Yeah. So, how'd you get in the program? Where they were just like, "Hey, you're going to the horse program?" Or you? No, it, it
2: was a program out there. But I'd heard that you know when you go out there to the horse program, you're kind of like not locked up. Like you're out there doing a job. You're you're not. There's not bars or you know everything around you and stuff. So um, I was in that program for. I think like four years, huh. and uh, it was pretty cool. I actually got a lot of um, offers when I got out, when I was when I was getting ready to get out to actually train horses. Uh, they actually paid for me to do a Brooke Brandeman um, course, so I knew how to rein and do all kinds of stuff. Hmm. But I started thinking about it and didn't think that, you know, it was really feasible when I got out. So when I got close, I went into the heavy equipment program. That's hmm. actually where I learned how to drive how to run heavy equipment and stuff but I'd been locked up for so long that they said I was institutionalized that they wouldn't just let me out on parole Uh so I had to go to a halfway house so when I went to the halfway house I got out and I started looking up places uh, excavation places and the first place was Bella excavation so I actually went there and I asked uh, I was like hey can I talk to the guy you know that does the hiring and he happened to be there and I walked in and I talked to him and I told him my whole kind of story. I was like, look, man, I was a knucklehead growing up. Um, I'm just looking for a chance. You know, Would you give me a chance? And he was like, can you start Monday? And that kind of started my whole excavation thing all the way up to doing trucking.
0: Nice. Yeah, I remember a little similar thing. I don't think you really told me you're a knucklehead, but I think I was your point of contact. And I remember you coming in and checking JFW. I think I did your interview and all that stuff. Yeah. And- you had a bad deal at the place you were coming from, where they they had you in some unsafe electrical situations. And-
2: yeah, I used to be manager of all trucking and all of heavy equipment, and I run the roll off company. So I did two companies at once. There, yeah. but we had an unfortunate thing happen. Someone got hurt. It really wasn't my fault, but um, I got fired over it. Right. it was first time I've ever been fired. Out. Yeah, pretty much. It was all because of insurance stuff, and they didn't want to get sued. And
0: Gotcha. How, okay.
3: Ray, how old were you when you went, first went to, to prison? 19. 19? Yeah. And obviously, what, seven years, did you say? Yeah. So kind of the horse program and the heavy equipment did that. Did that help you to mature at the same time or was that just like a perfect time for you just to gather all that I mean if you do you think you'd learn as much if you were older? I guess that's my question.
2: No, I it did mature me, um, made me think about a lot of things. You know, I did almost all my twenties in prison, you know, and I wanted to do things in life. I had a chance to better myself, and I think that's why too training and me being so humble is I want everybody to learn and to do things and to know that you can do anything in life. If you just really put your, you know, put everything to it.
0: Very true. You are, um, I must say you're a great trainer. And the reason we say this is we always get good feedback from your trainees. We do our culture meetings right up here in this room. And we ask people who their trainer was and how it was. And you've had, I'm going to call them raving reviews about your training program. And, your patience and, you know, going over things multiple times if need be and stuff like that. Randy actually, and he didn't know you were coming on the podcast. I just overheard him say yesterday that you're the best trainer we have because you're very thorough and you care and you produce great drivers for JFW. So where does that passion come from? I know you said you've learned the patience part from the horses, but... To have a heart of a teacher. I don't have a heart of a teacher. Well, with some things, with my gun stuff and things I'm passionate about. But where does your passion come from?
2: Just people. I like training. Uh, I get to meet all kinds of new, neat people, you know. Um, I'm actually really good friends with a lot of people I train here. Um, They all call me. They still call me. In the mornings, you can ask any of my trainees. My phone's going off all the time with all my trainees, you know, and it's just, how you doing? You know, because I, I, I get a bond with all these guys like Gilbert. Uh, I trained Gilbert, okay. you know, and it makes me feel cool and fun, you know, and, and proud sometimes. Cause now he's a trainer right. and then I get to hear all the good things that he's doing. So it's like, kind of like I molded some of that stuff, you know, like I heard uh, a while back on the podcast, when you guys were talking about Gilbert up there at, um, Morrison and I was like, you know, what? I taught him that was my, you know, and And uh, you guys are like, oh, how good job, you know, that he was up there teaching, you know, up there and and getting people to do it.
0: Absolutely. So uh, you're an asset to a culture. You know, you definitely, uh, we call it drinking the JFW Kool-Aid. And, you know, I've seen you get upset from people not doing things the right way. I've had my phone call, my phone go off. You know, if you're upset about something that's not, you know, fitting into the JFW culture. How we? How are we different? And how do you add to that?
2: How are you guys different? You guys care. Jim and Dave are here every single morning. They got a better attendance than I do.
0: (laughs) That's true. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't gonna bring your attendance. You can actually (laughs) sit
2: down and you could talk to them. Um, I've always been 100 with them. Um, Things that I thought might be issues here, I've actually came and talked to them face to face, and you know what? They're like, hey, you know what? Just You know, be good. And and, and it's been like that. Um, It's really nice to know that you can come in here. You guys can, I can talk to Jim or Dave or anybody here about anything that's kind of going in my life. I feel comfortable with them. You know, they don't judge me at all. And, uh, you know, I get judged a lot.
0: Yeah. What do you think we could do better?
2: Uh, That was a hard one. But uh, I kind of put on there, I think we need to do more trainer meetings maybe mm. because I like to learn like I'm not perfect so sometimes I get stuff from other trainers or actually one of my trainees might train with somebody else mm. and they'll tell me hey we did this and it'll process it through my mind and i will be like oh you know what maybe that is you know better and not every way is exactly right but you can take something from one person and take something from another person and make something better yeah. And I just feel like you can always be better at whatever you're doing.
0: Okay, so yeah, so
3: so true, Ray. No.
0: We got any training meetings yeah. coming up? Probably just need to get with Jr. because I know I've heard that we problem. do the yearly one
2: at the end
1: of the year usually. But we usually do one in the winter time where yeah. we're a little slower. And we can, uh, you know, we're not so pressed to have you guys working training new drivers, and then all the drivers out there hauling loads. We mm-hmm. usually do. Do something in the winter. We should put it together.
0: Would you want to organize and get something set up?
1: I could work on that.
0: Yeah? I could do that. Okay. <clears throat> that sounds good. I like that. Mm-hmm. What's the most important thing to you right now in your life and at work?
2: Well, in my life right now is my family. Um, just being a good person, you know. Mm-hmm. I've uh, Like I said, I come from the gutters. I wasn't always a good person in life. So the things that I do good now, it makes me feel better. Makes you feel like maybe I'm giving back now, and stuff. So it's just really being a good person, and just working hard, no matter what it is, whether it's working at work, being you know a step parent, or just being with my significant other. You know, just
0: how old are the kids?
2: Um, so Mila is gonna be eight. Uh, Ariana is twelve. Mm-hmm. She's about to be thirteen, going on fifty. <laughs> and uh Frankie he is 13 and uh they're really really good kids nice I
0: awesome. forgot that our daughters met and I had a yeah I was upset with my daughter that day I was <laughs> like you know are you too cool or what's going on but yeah they're about the same age and I know she because she's my stepdaughter as well yeah. parenting it's 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 tough man and it's scary and she's a good kid too but she's eight going on 30
2: yeah yeah that's how mila is too she's super super smart for how old she is she's a firecracker that's for sure
0: yep shout out to mila frankie and what was the other one and ariana ariana Yeah. good names i like it awesome where do you see yourself here in the next five years ray doing the same thing or do you see yourself here at jfw i do
2: um I've been asked many, many times to Go start my me. own thing. Someone buy me a truck. You know, we're gonna make all this money. But honestly, here it's easy. Um, all I gotta do really is just show up to work and do my job. Um, they actually care. Um, I do know a bunch of people that have tried to start their own thing and they're not doing too well. Yeah. Also, the few years that I've been here, everybody comes back. Or they talk about coming back. A lot back. of people do. Like Rob they. Curley talks about coming back sometimes, you know. Huh. Um, yeah, well, I, I don't Rob, plan on going he, nowhere.
1: He should have never left twice. <laughs> right, three times he's been. Three times isn't. it? Yeah,
4: three
3: times. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, three times. yeah, he'd be. He'd have a good position here. He would. You know? yeah. He was a lot of a yep. lot of good stuff. Yeah, Ray. I, I mean, I don't want to change the subject politically again. I keep <laughs> do doing it. that, but the when you say that you know people have used to be the american dream to start your own business go out and and make your way and i think that's some of the stuff that the rules have changed where it is very difficult if you have a new business to be able to start your own business and go out there and get through navigate all the rules so that's something that's missing that i i, wi- I wish more people had success
0: yeah you know? so what I'm hearing is we'd love for Ray to work here forever, but we also we also wish there was better opportunities if he did want to go out on his own. Ray, did you I know? Did. did you know in Colorado that if you own a small business, you got to be able to provide a four hundred one k to your to your people? Yes, that, my, that's just happening. It's just my like, old
2: lady just started a um, little cleaning business, uh-huh. and it is expensive. Uh, I think we're paying five thousand dollars a month. Just for insurance stuff, and it's just her and her family, really, and stuff like we really like, but it is expensive. A lot of people don't know too all the DOT stuff. So, I used to run a company where I had to do all the DOT stuff, I had to do all the maintenance stuff, and keep up on that. It is a whole nother job Mm -hmm. just to do all that stuff. And here, the hardest part is getting out of your truck, getting in the trailer, and pushing out maybe a five gallon you know bucket of some material right like this end dumping is so easy like everybody's all scared of it when they first come or they talk about it or think about it but honestly it's way better than doing flatbed where you got to throw chains i've um used to do towing so i used to um i've moved equipment all kinds of other stuff like it sucks getting out there throwing those chains all the time and having a strap down here you get loaded you close the tarp and you go you got to pull a button
3: like a knob, like it is super, super easy. Yeah, you, yeah, you, I mean. you've made it that though, Ray. I mean, it truly takes that individual. We talk about it. You've heard it in the podcast. We have some guys come in here that look like they, they just showed up. They're so fresh. Right. You know, other people, it's just it's a little well, tough. You know, like it's like they it's a, a
0: marathon. <laughs> <laughs> right.
3: It's a long day for them, and you know, I think everybody gets, like you said, gets better as they do it. So all all those people, hopefully, you know, they find success and how they're. They're running with us during the day.
0: Yeah, Yeah. Ray, we're going to just open up the floor for discussion about anything else you want to talk about before we move on. I know you have a safety topic of tire pressure, but anything else? Uh,
2: Not really, no. No? I don't think so.
0: Checking your notes. Gone through a lot. Okay. Well, let's talk about tire pressure then.
2: All right. So, tire pressure. Um, We have amazing trucks and amazing equipment here. Uh, Yes, not everything works perfect on these trucks, but it does tell you when you have a low tire. And I know that a lot of the sensors in a lot of the trucks uh, are been failing or we can't get parts for them and stuff. But get out and check them anyways because uh, I would say probably 80% of the time that truck's
3: actually right. Yeah, I, I agree with you, Ray. I think that's true. I mean, or it's a false reading for a little bit and it corrects itself. Right. And, and you know, I know you guys, everybody's heard it, but the biggest danger to tires is low uh, air pressure because that creates heat and yeah. heat hurts rubber It's all there is to it yeah that's yeah, 10 degrees for every one pound yep yep yeah so it's a you know on a good hot day around here it's it's lots of heat tremendous yeah. amount of heat
0: i guess i'd add don't you know don't rely on your tire pressure monitors you know get out and bump your tires or you know post-trip and bump them and pre-trip pre mm-hmm. and bump them that that's that'll save most of it you yeah. know, and then if you get an alert during or the day, or spend the
2: fifteen dollars and get
3: a air gauge and check it,
0: borrow one for the sh- from the shop for free before you leave if you need to. You yeah, know? so
3: yeah, very true, Ray. Good, good topic. Because always, in- always important.
2: A lot of people don't know, but I mean, you guys are always on it about on the on the radios. You know, check your tires, bump your tires. It was cold out. Your your truck's been sitting and stuff, but it's crazy to hear how many people. Oh, well, I got a flat
3: tire all of a sudden, you know.
0: <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's kind of like, oh, my driver's license was expired. I didn't know it. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> well, I didn't And it. if the company ain't making money, we're
2: not making money. Oh, I don't yeah. know how much I could stress that because I guarantee it, if we were to save a whole bunch more money on tires, I bet you they'd give that money back to us.
3: I, I can guarantee that, Ray. <laughs> I mean, that's one thing that... You know, Dave and myself have, have tried all, you know, even even my dad and mom, when they were more running the company, is you got to put back in the company, Ray, yeah. or you can't be successful. And, you know, sometimes you have the money and sometimes you don't. And I, I know we were just harping on the low tires. Um, you know, the bulkers, they're in a hurry to, to change trailers and get their loads in. And, and I know they've missed some trailers because the trailers sit there quite a bit. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so it could be as easy as a valve stem just leaking. But if you miss it, you miss it. And, and, you know, you blow a tire, and those guys have been running, you know, into Wyoming and, you know, was down to Pueblo and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, so important.
0: Absolutely.
2: Yeah, time's money. We don't get paid by the hour, so. Yep. Just do your job.
3: Yep. All
0: right, we got a new subject on the podcast, and this is courtesy of Chris Beeman. It's called Tips and Tricks. Who wants to take this one?
3: Yeah, I can I can take a jamma. Uh, you know chris is always you know i know everybody teases him about being google and stuff and he comes up with the different facts and stuff like that but that's a guy that like ray has been really successful with us because he, he he figures things out he checks things out and you know one of the things he brought up the other day and said maybe we could do a topic like this is tips and tricks and um you know he was talking about 270 270 most of the time is is jacked up you know it's sitting still Maybe eastbound it's it flows uh, westbound almost always stopped. and one of the things he he talked about was, you know guys will call in on the radio, hey, I can't make it up to fries, you know the map shows it's twenty minutes or something like that and you know he'll do it too. he says, hey, I, you know I, I know it shows forty minutes or something like that. Um, and a lot of times you can beat what the map says if you have good traffic and one of the things he brought up is, you know, hey, 270 is okay between maybe 10 o'clock and 2 o'clock, but if you're going to run through there at 3 or 4 o'clock, check what the maps say. Check for accidents. Check, help yourselves out. That's that. It's not going to be okay probably at that time of day. And and think about you know look in advance. Uh, what like you said, Dave, be be proactive, not reactive. You know, being stuck in the traffic is is reactive. You know, take and and sometimes you know you, even myself. Even if it's the same amount of time, as long as I'm rolling, it feels pretty good. Sitting still just kind of sucks, you know, no matter what. So, yeah, I think uh, his tip for this week, and, you know, hopefully guys can call it in, is, you know, if you're if you're going to go out in 270 and it's in the end of the day, check the maps. Make sure everything's flowing good. And, and to me, that goes for any place, I-25, you know, 470, whatever.
2: Yeah, and 70's been running a lot better now with that new... Widening
3: part too. Sure. So you can always go around it. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I mean, like the, you know, we'd hear the guys in the morning, hey, it's not open yet at five o'clock. It's not open at, you know, 10 after five, or they're just picked up or traffic stopped. And then, you know, 10 minutes later, somebody go, hey, you know, they picked up all the cones. It's flowing just fine. You know, myself, when that was going over there on I 70, like last month or the month before, I just wouldn't have went that way, Ray.
2: Yeah, it's like when we used to have the safety meetings before we had these podcasts and everybody leave at once, or you try to get on 270 after, you know, uh, about six o'clock. It it was a mess, so you can always just go left and go down Quebec and go the back way to get to Fort Lupton
3: or yeah. wherever you're going. Yep, exactly, and it's not you know five minutes difference. You know, yeah. Soup, you ready to hit us?
1: I am. Um, uh, we touched on it a little bit ago and I just think it's so important in any situation to be aware. Um, we've preached situational awareness for who knows 20 years or more, but it's so important, you know, whether you're at work or whether you're taking care of your children or no matter what you're doing, you know, um, being aware may sound simple. But it's an integral part of building relationships, doing your job, and being just plain successful. Awareness can help you acquire knowledge, take advantage of an opportunity that otherwise would pass you by, and enable you to help someone else that you might see struggling or save your life in a dangerous situation. The simplest acts are often missed because we are simply too busy to pay attention to anything going on around us, especially if it seems like it doesn't directly impact us. Alertness is not an innate behavior trait for most of us. It takes practice to establish good situational awareness and become more aware of your surroundings. Whether you're driving on your first date, in a business meeting, pumping gas at the store, or standing under a tree during a lightning storm. You get the picture. We should all practice becoming more aware. But how do you practice becoming more aware? It's actually very simple. All it takes is to get your head up, open your eyes, and look around. Practice observing people around you. Try describing them to yourself. Then check how accurately you were able to describe them. Or look at a car as it passes. Then look away and try to remember the make, model, color, license plate, how many doors it has, and how many passengers. And here are some other things you can try. Slow down. People are constantly focused on task completion rather than experiencing the effort and action of what you're doing. Be mindful and present in the moment. And I got to stop here. That directly relates to our fair play run. Mm -hmm. Don't focus on task completion. Focus on getting down that hill safely,
3: right? Yep. The task will end up being there.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, look around before you act. This may seem useless, but once again, your observations are recorded in your head and patterns will be created. Just look around. Look for the new. Pay attention to things that you haven't seen before. Don't just recognize the familiar. Connect the patterns. Part of the reason why observant people are more effective at what they do and in their life is is their real their ability to see patterns identify these things and avoid negative or dangerous situations and act on positive or beneficial patterns your observations are more powerful than you think and all you have to do in order to grow is pay attention and look and the quote this week let's uh I think it's always important to be vigilant of what you're doing and aware of your surroundings, and that is by Leona Lewis. So let's be situational situationally aware and uh, pay attention out there.
0: Always. Great high road hauling, Super Dave. Yeah, thank you, Super Dave. I love that topic. And as you were talking about I was like, yeah, it could save your life, and then you said it could even save your life. So. <laughs>
1: Honestly, very yeah, much. and. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know, how many accidents do you read about in the news and you can directly attribute that to poor situational awareness?
0: Yeah, I mean, just, you know, that, that's something I teach in my classes, soup. <clears throat> and I always tell people one of the places that you really need to practice situational awareness is behind the wheel. Yeah. I mean, going through intersections oh, yeah. just, yeah, it's, it's crazy. So thank you for that. <clears throat> Final thoughts, everybody? Yeah, I was,
3: I don't know, I'll bring this up because I had a couple other ones. Um, did we miss
0: some? I, huh? I'm sorry, did we miss some things? No, no,
3: oh. no, no. I, I was just, I had something else written down and I didn't write this one down, but I was like, I, I'll just ask you guys that. So I don't know how many of you guys make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches or how many times you you know spread jelly on, on a sandwich or something or bread or something, but when you're putting that that jam on stuff, do you usually get it on you? I mean, how many times, you know, you stick in your hand in the jar, right? right. And it and it ends up on your like fingertip or the right. knife or something like that, right? So I've seen this quote and I just thought, I, I thought I'd ask because, you know, it, to set it up this way, but it said, jam is like happiness, right? Right? <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I thought of you, jam, because it was, it was just cute, cute the way that worked out because you can't, have happiness or practice happiness or have some jam without ending up getting some on you. Uh-huh. That's the reason jams, you know, like happiness. So that was, that was one of the, the quotes. And then, uh, for every minute you're angry, you lose 60 seconds of happiness. Uh-huh. So those, are my, those are my two for this week.
0: I like it. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's be happy.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah. Life is too short to go through it angry.
3: It? Well, right Absolutely. right you know and then you look at that Dave and I'm like oh I'm angry but I just lost 60 seconds of happiness but right it's so hard to think about that in the moment when you're yeah. when you're pissed yep. you know? yeah you know yeah and it, and then just one other thing on, on on my thing the the couple of guys we talked about we talked about losing their job um, I, I'm not going to apologize for what we did you know or, or having to you know let them go but I wish them the best. Absolutely. You know, I wish them good luck, and I don't know if that that message is is gotten across here, but I hope this helps maybe change some situations for them for the best. You know, I, I mean, Ray, I I don't want to like compare that to this because it's so much important, but you actually w- did some things wrong. You went to jail and you learned from it, and you and you came out just such a better man. And we, oh, I'm so so Brad proud to have you here as part of the company, and I'm I hoping. This down moment for these gentlemen changes something. So I I, I wish them the best.
4: Yes.
0: Yeah, hopefully it uh, it's a pivotal moment for them where they redirect their lives.
3: Yeah, yeah, know? yeah. Because so. yeah, the 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 one gentleman he can't he can't go get a job right now. No, not unless he does it illegally. Right. And what a, what a shame if he if he tricks another company. Yep. Yeah, uh, so
0: so. Yeah.
2: Right. Uh, my final thoughts are: is um, be yourself. Everyone else is taken. Right. <laughs> that's a good also, one. uh New Year's is coming up. And there's uh everybody makes these New Year's resolutions. Let's make one that everybody can do. Use your blinker.
1: Okay, I like that. I like yeah, that. That's, that's a good like one too. Nobody does that anymore. No, no. nobody. Oh, man, nobody. It's frustrating. Yeah, I
0: yeah. don't use mine. I don't. I don't want people to know my next move. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, that's why I don't
1: put my address out when I move. <laughs> there we go. don't want, oh, oh, oh. Don't want to find you <laughs> right or any of right. my
0: bills uh, you know that that is
3: one thing Ray. On, on right <laughs> exactly uh is to when people are getting on like the on-ramp it's not like i don't try to practice to let them on because we we got to you know practice what we preach but it is so much easier for me to let them on when they do use their turn signal right, right. Yeah. yeah it's just like hey, oh he wants on, you know, when we all know without the turn signal, they want on anyway, but what a ass. Right.
2: Or the right. funny part is, is, you know, you got someone that wants to get over, but they will not turn the blinker on. Right. And it's, and you're just waiting and
3: waiting, but you don't want to let them over because they won't do it. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Cause we're, we're that good, right? Yeah. We know, we, we know you want over, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Ah, I just got angry, Jim. I lost some happiness.
4: <laughs> I'm just thinking. Twenty, about, thirty seconds. would you, oh, would you? About, about five seconds.
0: <laughs> not even. But I just think about when you want when you're merging on and somebody speeds up not to let you over. Yeah. And then they're just in traffic right in front of you. It's like get over yourself. So, so You got final thoughts?
1: Yeah, I just wanted to thank you, Ray, for coming on today. Uh, thank I you think you're me. a great guy, and you are a great example to people about success, about perseverance, about all the things that people should try to be and and I want to say thank you for coming on and thank you for being here at JFW and being mm-hmm. a friend. Thank you. Yep. You'll let me be here, give me the chance. <clears>
0: have <throat> been trying to have you on this podcast for over a year, Ray, and I'm glad you finally said yes. <laughs> 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 my final thoughts for the day, and excuse my language, but own your shit. Take care of your business. <laughs> I love right? It you know be responsible for for yourself and your your future and your job and it's nobody's fault you know you got to take care of your own stuff so
3: yeah <laughs> you're so right i was just thinking of ray though cuz if you compare yourself to ray most people have no excuses
1: oh yeah right yeah, Ray. Ray I mean, yeah, you've, you've,
3: you they have no excuses, buddy. You can stand there and go, you, you, you have no excuse. Yep. A lot of
2: people don't know. I lived in a tent like these people on the sides and stuff, but I actually like hid a little bit because it wasn't like it was now. But I've lived in a tent before. I mean, I've come from nothing, and the things I have now—I have a beautiful home, nice motorcycle. I have a beat-up truck. It's all right, but <laughs> you know, I, I do have things in life, and you know, and it—it's all yeah, from hard family. work.
0: Yeah, you got people that care about you. Yeah. and Ray, I mean, you're a guy that has had every excuse to do things the wrong way, mm-hmm. and you do it the right way. Yeah. so yeah. good job. Yeah, good job. Yeah, thank you. Let's uh, let's hit the creed and go on about our days. Sounds good. <laughs> Together, Together we, we face we and overcome, overcome all that stand before, before us. Together,
1: Together we, are we are accident, accident free. Accident free. Together, we joyfully create honest value for those we serve. Together, we celebrate our differences and respect those with whom we work. Together, we are accountable for our words and our actions. And together, we are the JFW family. Good job,
4: everybody.
0: Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.